Hello and welcome to the new edition of the podcast of Life Value TV, the podcast for more life value. My name is Stefan Josef and I'm glad you're listening to my podcast by talking today about what habit leads to effective interpersonal leadership to avoid faulty interaction. Do you have the impression that many people only have their own advantage in mind and would rather starve for other people than help them? Being proactive, beginning with the end in mind and putting first things first were the first three of the seven habits from The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. The three habits for private victory as called by the author. Today, with the fourth habit, we embark on the path from independence to interdependence. Think Win-Win is the first of the three habits that lead to public victory, as called by Stephen R. Covey. So in the past three episodes, we have talked about becoming independent, more precisely acting proactively, guided by correct principles, guided by values, and with the ability to organize and act with integrity around the priorities in our lives. Only then does the path to interdependence follow, in order to be able to build powerful, stable, highly productive relationships with other people. A decisive factor is a so-called emotional bank account, which means that trust, so to speak, is paid in. Trust that is built in relationships and provides security in being with other people. While business deals may often happen quickly, and relationships also play a role, it's important to remember that building and repairing relationships is a long-term investment. Stephen R. Covey gives in the seven habits of highly effective people an overview of the six main deposits from his point of view. First, understanding the individual. Just because a morning walk is part of life for you, it doesn't have to be true for someone else. Second, paying attention to the little things. In relationships, small attentions are what nourishes relationships, regardless of age and experience. After all, the feelings and the heart will always decide, in my opinion, consciously or unconsciously. Third, keeping commitments. To break promises or agreements is a big lift-off and has a huge impact on the continuation of a relationship. Fourth, clarify expectations. Clear expectations should be clearly expressed at the outset. This sometimes even requires courage, although later difficulties can be avoided. Fifth, showing personal integrity. This goes beyond honesty. This is also about keeping promises and meeting expectations. And sixth, sincerely apologize when a withdrawal occurs. It is important to be a master of yourself and have a deep sense of security in basic principles and values in order to finally apologize sincerely. These six accounts are, in a way, linked to our values. As Stephen R. Covey points out, for example, genuine selfishness and unwillingness to cooperate 
resistance to authority and defensive communication can lead to a corresponding problem situation in a company. According to Stephen R. Covey, we find the following six patterns in interpersonal cooperation. Win-win. Seen as a belief of a third alternative, as a better way than yours or mine. This pattern brings mutual benefit in any interpersonal interaction. Win-lose. That is what we encounter especially in legal disputes, because due to the basis of procedure, it is normal for one party to win and one party to lose. However, a rethinking in the direction of win-win is already taking place here. Lose-win. Always losing has a far-reaching influence on one's own self-esteem and ultimately on relationship life in general. The reason for this lies hidden in the intention to always please and to serve. Lose-lose. We are talking about hostile conflict, the philosophy of war. I think it can be imagined quite well that something should be taken from someone else if you can't have it yourself. Divorces fit well in here. Win means having a winning mindset. With regard to business deals, however, it is not meant that someone should necessarily lose. And finally, win-win or no deal. If no common denominator for a satisfactory solution can be found, then better not to make agreements or make a deal at all. If you look at the first five points, win-win appears to be the most effective in interpersonal leadership for habitual thinking. Sounds good if both parties involved can gain an advantage, right? But if we now take a closer look at the sixth point, then on the one hand we may see the difficulty of taking a big and difficult step in some situations, but on the other hand the better alternative may be not to reach an agreement. As I understand it, the willingness of both sides to possibly accommodate each other plays into this with a forward thinking of the future. Having the reputation of being fair in negotiations, for example, not waiting to take off everyone's pants, so to speak, can be a positive way ahead, right? As Stephen Covey argues about family relations, the sixth point brings tremendous emotional freedom, whereby, for example, no deal is not feasible in one's own family, if you think of the children. However, the setting win-win or no deal can be used in many cases to negotiate, and the freedom with that attitude is incredible. Furthermore, the author describes the following five dimensions for the win-win. First, character as the basis for win-win, which contains three core themes. Integrity lays the foundations for character and, as already discussed, this includes, among other things, the value we give ourselves, how we act day after day and the independent will. Maturity, which means finding a balance between courage and concern in order to find the golden egg and also to think long term. This also includes finding a balance in one's own feelings and convictions. And abundance, 
to get the idea that there is enough for all people. In summary, the essence is to recognize that there are unlimited opportunities for positive, interactive growth and development, as well as the creation of so-called third alternatives. Public victory actually means working together effectively for a common success of all involved. At the same time, we experience the private victory with joy, satisfaction and fulfillment. Second, relationships. Character affects the formation of relationships. And, as discussed earlier, emotional deposits are especially a necessity for functioning relationships. This also includes deep respect for each other and a focus on people's concerns. Third, agreements flow out of relationships. So once a relationship has been established, then, for example, performance of partnership agreements are made. These include desired results, identification of what to do and when, guidelines within which framework conditions the results are to be achieved, resources, personnel, financial resources, technical equipment and organizational structure for implementation, accountability, setting performance standards and time for evaluation, and consequences. It should be specified exactly what will happen as a result of the evaluation, both with positive and negative, natural as well as logical outcome. In addition, two training programs are listed here. First, win-win management training. This works with methods instead of results and are controlled by the learner. Second, win-win performance agreements. Focus on results, unleashing enormous human potential and creating greater synergy. And now fourth, systems. The type of company or organization will determine which systems are the most suitable to ultimately achieve goals. Even if awards have no meaning at all for some people, a study has shown that is precisely why the number of golden eggs has increased noticeably. And finally, fifth, processes. A four-step process might look like the one below. Look at the problem from the other perspective to understand. Identify core issues and concerns that play a role. Determine what results would lead to a perfectly acceptable solution. And identify possible new options to achieve these results. Sean Covey Stephen Sun adds that it takes only one person to think win-win, and that's for everyone to win. Thinking win-win is always the better choice. I'm looking forward to your subscription to my podcast, and I invite you to watch my new video on Live Valley TV on Sunday. I wish you a satisfying and fruitful time. Our love, Stefan Josef.